0: Welcome to Locked On, NFL, your daily podcast on the National Football League on the number one daily sports podcast network alongside the scout, Matt Williamson. I am Brian Peacock. Matt, how was your holiday? I think we were both under the weather at one point. I'm I'm slower to recover, it sounds like, than you.
1: I think it hit me earlier, and that was one of the big reasons we did not have a podcast on Tuesday. My apologies, but you barely would have been able to hear me. Um, I'm feeling much better now than I was then. I had wonderful holidays and then tomorrow we'll go to my in-laws' side, so they're not quite done. Um, It sounds like you're fighting through it, though, so I appreciate you battling. So I'll do most of the talking. I'm a gamer. I'll get through this, but yeah, I'm
0: going to lean on you on this one. Uh, A few big stories here. One thing we did not talk about since we didn't do the Tuesday show was that Packers win over the Minnesota Vikings. Pack are now champions of the NFC North, and As expected, we did get some tweets about it. Fred says, y'all thought way too highly of the Vikings who haven't beat a over 500 team. Go, Pack, go. So, Matt, I want to leave it up to you. Do you want to apologize to the Packers and those Packers fans?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, maybe I have overvalued the Vikings. I think Dalvin Cook not being there was massive, and I thought Boone would be able to pick up the slack a little bit better than he did. Um, cousins then turns into, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a trailer. He's not a truck. I mean, that's pretty obvious, but uh, I mean, I've said this all along. I mean, I don't think the Packers are as good as their record, but they keep winning lots of games, you know, that's so I mean, you can't ignore that. I don't think Rogers is playing that well, but I do think, all right, here, here's my, uh, the way I've summed up the Packers defense is going into the season. I said the Steelers and the Packers have the two most improved defenses in the league. And it really looked that way with Green Bay. And then the middle of the season, there was a lot of inconsistencies, struggling with the run, not real fundamentally sound. And now they look like what I thought they were going to be, especially rushing the passer, both Smiths, Clark. So I think the defense is in a really good place, and they took that game over.
0: And as Fred, as I told Fred on Twitter, I think the Packers obviously proved to me that they're better than one more team than I thought they were, but I think I'd still have the Packers below, and maybe we could do this next week and do a a playoff power rankings or NFC, AFC power rankings, something like that. But I still have the Packers below New Orleans and the 49ers, and uh, there's another great game here with the 49ers and Seahawks that might decide things. It might change my feelings on that, but obviously the Packers... They handled their business, and uh, you got to give it to them. And I think they're better than the the, the Vikings, and, and the Vikings, though, still in the playoffs as
1: what looks like right now to be the sixth seed. Right, and I still think they're dangerous. They just have to play a certain way. Um, I, I'm still not on board with Green Bay, but I'm trying to show them more respect. I apologize, but that was a great win. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. An impressive one.
0: Right, and, and and even if you don't think they're at their level of their record, they're still a good team, still are a playoff team, and could still go beat anybody any week as any of these playoff teams could.
1: Right, I agree with that.
0: Marshawn Lynch is back in Seattle. The late word is that he had a couple of weeks of secret workouts, ironically, in San Francisco's, where he was working out being an Oakland kid, and I don't know how much of a factor he's going to be this week. I think maybe he helps them more. Later in January, if the Seahawks advance in the playoffs and and win this game, and there's word out of Seattle that potentially he might start maybe even as just a you know a, something to get the crowd riled up and maybe not be a huge part of the game plan it still might be a lot more Travis Homer running back than Marshawn Lynch or Robert Turbin who is also signed but it's fun i like this i love this story even if even if he comes out and beats the 49ers i think it's a great story for the NFL that Marshawn Lynch is back but you know i i think it's it's just rough for a 33 year old to to jump off the couch. And and even if he's working out hard, that's not football shape and come in and play in an NFL game at a high level and, and, and be a big factor the first week.
1: Right. Um, a lot of levels here. I mean, I think he might have a little bit of Jerome Bettis in him where maybe he has a little belly and a little jelly and has a little bit of jolly Saint Nick to him, but it might not matter because of his running style and his tenacity his low center of gravity. Um, I First off, it's an awesome story. It warms my cockles. I think it's a, a blast <laughs> that we get to watch this, especially in this primetime game and further, because they're going to make the playoffs no matter what. You know, I have the ESPN schedule up here, and then they always have like the, you know, you can get tickets as low as 24 bucks for the Browns Bengals or as low as 18 bucks for Arizona, L.A., Well, you can get tickets as low as $351 (laughs) for this one, which is three times more than any other game. And where I'm going with that is his first carry, that place is going to go bonkers or fourth and one or goal line situations. I mean, an already lubed up awesome crowd at a minimum is going to get jarred up even more with Marshawn out there. I mean, a massive favorite and, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets 12 to 15 carries.
0: And I love that the NFL flexed this into prime time. It's going to be the very last regular season game of this season and the decade. So game 256 on the schedule this year, 49ers at Seahawks. If the Niners win, they're the one seed in the NFC. The Seahawks most likely the fifth seed if the Seahawks win, they win the West. It depends on what happens with Green Bay and New Orleans for seeding among the top three. The 49ers then would drop down to the five seed. Or if this is a tie, the 49ers could be the three seed. Uh, the Seahawks could be the five seed, but the Niners would still win the West. The 49ers favored now by three and a half. I think the Lions even moved in the 49ers favor, uh, mostly probably because of those injuries on that on that Seahawks team right now that they're dealing with. Matt, how do you see this game?
1: tough environment. I think that Seattle or San Francisco will have to weather an early storm, you know, just the emotions of it, the magnitude, the the place they're playing, the lynch factor, all those type of things. But on paper, I don't think it's very close. and I do make the mistake of judging the Seahawks too much quote on paper because Wilson very well could be the best player in the whole league. And he'll have to be in this one. But I think Seattle's defense is very below average. Their pass rush is amongst the worst in the league. I think Jimmy will carve up a mediocre defense if he's not pressured. I think San Francisco should be able to run the ball well. Kittle wasn't there when they played last game. We know how big that is. I mean, if I have to tell you more about that, then you know, you you're not you're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> I mean, he's a massive factor. And I think they'll get after Wilson. I mean, the left tackle Dwayne Brown's not going to play in this one either. He's their best lineman. So I kind of feel like it's Wilson versus the world. And if there's anyone in the league that I would, you know, pick in that scenario, it probably would be Russell Wilson. But I'm going to take the Niners. It might start ugly for San Francisco, but by the fourth quarter, I think they're just gashing them.
0: Yeah, I think I've got to go Niners here, and uh, I talked about it on my podcast. The way I put it is I would rather, if I'm the 49ers, play the Seahawks in Seattle with George Kittle and Emmanuel Sanders, who neither won they had last time, than play at home without those two guys. And so they lost by three last time. I think that could swing in the 49ers' favor by three or so. So I think the line is just about right. I was actually kind of surprised to see the 49ers favored by more than field goal here, but Niners by three and a half, I think they kind of nailed it.
1: Yeah, and... I would, I would lay the three and a half. I mean, unless they get in a big hole early or Jimmy turns the ball over a lot um, in a hostile environment, I think the second half will belong to the Niners. One thing that
0: I thought, okay, well, losing all your running backs, this could be sort of that blessing in disguise for Seattle that's a run-heavy team that they just, okay, well, Russell Wilson, you're one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, go win it for us and unleash him and he throws the ball 50 times and, and maybe that could be the thing that you don't want to see if you're the 49ers is Russell Wilson doing his thing. He's been the thorn in the side of the Niners for years, but with Jamarco Jones in there for Dwayne Brown at at left tackle and the offensive line, I don't think that really works as much in their favor as it could have another point in the season. So I still got to stay with the Niners, even if that's the case.
1: Yeah. And I think Pete Carroll's a great coach and there might be more to this. And I thought more of a last year of trying to reel Wilson in, but like the analytics guys will just pull their hair out at Seattle's offense being so run heavy and with this quarterback, so maybe it is a blessing in disguise. If I mean, if if I'm the Niners, I don't want Russ. I mean, if I told you, yay or nay, Russell Wilson throws fifty passes, you'd I would imagine you Niner people would say I would prefer he did not. You know, I yes. mean, because he might light you up for four fifty, and that's we know that's not how Seattle wants to play. But maybe in spite of themselves. They get to that point and he does magical things um that's the approach I would take if I was Seattle I don't think that's the approach they will take though
0: we did talk about the Packers game this week and they can handle their business and they have the tiebreaker right now over New Orleans so they could be the two seed they could be the one seed uh, they could drop down with a loss and and not have a home game Packers at 12 and three they're at the three and 11 and one Lions with something to play for uh this could be a laugher Green Bay flavor uh, favored by 12 and a half
1: yeah and I mean anyone that knows my work I mean week 17 is awful to predict I wouldn't recommend putting a lot of money down on a lot of these games you really don't know intentions people that are scheduled to play might just tweak their hammy a little more in the first quarter and of course they'll be pulled out some teams are fighting for their coach some wouldn't mind seeing their coach leave you know like I, I, I feel like the Friday show on Locked on NFL for week 17, we should almost just talk about like five games or so. And then the other ones brush over, um, including this one. But I think Detroit is honestly the worst team in the league right now. So I think Green Bay handles their business and just moves on.
0: Yeah, that being said, the Lions are going to knock them off at home, and they're going to have this magical David Blau moment where uh, they go <laughs> and beat the Packers and, and uh, make their fans happy. Uh, probably not, but th- that's probably definitely not. that's definitely something that could happen this weekend. Okay, we got a lot more games to get to, and some of them with some uh, pretty big implications here. If you're looking for a last minute, fun sports gift for the holidays, go to slash locked on. Breaking Tea makes sports t shirts around teams' passion. Moments. Go to breakingt.com/slash locked on. Great for all fans. Search the site for all of their shirts and fun sports gifts. One game that does not have major playoff implications: the Cleveland Browns at six and nine. They are at the one and four, one and fourteen. Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals already locked up the number one pick in the draft. Probably the last time Andy Dalton starts a game for Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, I'm not willing to say that because this organization tends to hold on to things a year too long. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I do think they will go quarterback with the first overall pick, but I'm not sure that Dalton won't be the opening day starter. or Who knows? But um, I would think the best move is to move on from him, maybe ter- turn him into a draft pick. Is anyone going to be at this game? I mean, you can get tickets for 24 bucks. <laughs> I, I, I know, Cincy fans don't go anymore. And will Cleveland fans bother to travel for this one? This just kind of feels like a, a morgue scenario. But I think Cincinnati's playing hard. And I know things haven't gone well for Cleveland. But they have a handful of thi- like milestones to get to. You know, like Chubb to be the rushing leader. I think Odell to get to like 1,000 yards. There's a handful of those things for them that they could use as motivation, as a carrot. So this may end up being a better game than it looks on paper. Um, I think Cleveland wins it by a touchdown or so a good note
0: here on the Browns too Baker Mayfield set to become and this is from the Cleveland Browns account Baker Mayfield set to become our first quarterback in 18 years to start all 16 games vows wow. to be improved for the next 16. so
1: I don't want to be bragging about that
0: that is unbelievable that that, that was is a, unbelievable it, it makes sense but even that is is kind of shocking 18 years the first quarterback to play all 16 games.
1: Eighteen years. I mean, I go back to one of the most shocking stats to me, and uh, is the winningest quarterback in the Brown Stadium in history is Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, you know, like, yeah, like, that's the, nobody has more wins than Big Ben in their current building. I mean, like wow. Similar stat. A lot of Brown stats are as crazy to me as New England stats are amazing.
0: That is unreal. I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to see if it was Tim Couch in. It must have been Tim Couch, right? In 2001?
1: Probably. See, Helen, to, holy
0: smokes. It wasn't in 2000. That was, 2000 was Couch's rookie year, correct? Uh, Tim I Couch, yep. I think so, yeah. So 2001, Couch's second year, he started all 16 games. That's the last time. That's amazing. Yep. I all mean, right. Yeah, it's just mind-boggling. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, another game that doesn't have a ton of implications. Jets at Bills. The Bills already locked up the five seed win or lose. And the Jets obviously do not have any playoff. Um, they don't have I mean, they have something to play for. They're still developing things there. Mm-hmm. Maybe even the Jets have more to play for than the Bills in this one. So the Bills might arrest some folks knowing that they've got to play next week wildcard card weekend. Uh, the fire alarm went off during Adam Gase's press conference today. And when he came back ten minutes later, he's like, Yeah, that's pretty much how the season's gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's good stuff. I mean, they did play hard against the Steelers last week at Darnold's making strides. Some of these playoff teams like the Bills that are locked in, it hasn't really been official as to how much they're gonna play their guys, who they're gonna rest. But I think the smart move, and I think this is a smart organization, is to Give Tredavious White the day off. Give Allen the day off. So I think the Jets win this game. And even if those dudes aren't inactive, they can, you know, I don't think they play a whole, whole lot. Because, I mean, you got to go on the road next week for the playoffs. Use this as a semi-buy.
0: And Sam Darnold, we talked about it before. He's a 500 quarterback this year uh, as the starter for the Jets. And Buffalo favored by a point and a half. So, yeah, give me that point and a half. I'll take the Jets in this one. Why not?
1: And for better or worse, I think Adam Gase has pretty much saved his job, too.
0: I think he has. I mean, they they did enough. Um, I don't know if that's the right decision, but I think that's kind of has to be the decision. To, uh, well, you can't have one and done and show signs of you know of improvement. And and I think he absolutely earned himself one more year.
1: Yeah, and by the time we get together next week, Black Monday will pretty much have set in. Um, we'll react to that like crazy early in the oh, yeah. week. But I do think whether you like Gase or not one and done you really have to be a disaster i mean and it has not been a disaster especially when he's had darnold
0: yep i i totally agree there uh the chargers at chiefs could this be the last game for the chargers for philip rivers and another chiefs note that we didn't mention from sunday night's game uh, mahomes became the first or the fastest quarterback in league history to reach 9000 yards passing and 75 touchdowns in his 30th career game, getting to 75 TD passes one game faster than Dan Marino.
1: Wow. I mean, just a total superstar. I mean, I think he's in the midst of it, but even the best is yet to come in terms of showing what an amazing player he is to the the nation. He's been slightly overlooked by Lamar and guys like that this year. I think he's ready to light the playoffs on fire. I actually put a ducket down on... Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, I think it was like 8-1, to one. there's some decent odds on that right now for what I think might be the best team in the league or is in the conversation. Um, they handle their business, I think, easily, hopefully get their guys rested in the second half. I don't trust the Chargers to show up and play great in Kansas City, but I will say that the... Actually, my hometown is very unhappy about this, and I just wanted to note it because Almost all the games that really matter were flexed to 425. And this one between, uh, you know, a West division was not. So where I'm going with this is Houston's going to know whether they have to play hard or not basically by the time they kick off because uh-huh. Kansas City game will already be – and then then Tennessee might have an easy path. Then the Steelers the, – the ripple effect for the Steelers is – Titans or the Texans might not play hard because Kansas City's game's already in the books and they can't move out of the four spot. So it kind of shocked me that they couldn't get bumped to 425 too, especially because it's L.A., Kansas City. It's not New York, New York.
0: Right. No, that's a great point. And that would make a lot more sense to, uh, to create that, uh, that mystique around that game and that Steelers sure. game. Uh, we will get to that Steelers game coming up, and we have quite a few more to hit here on that week 17 schedule. Are you the type of football fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all of your sports knowledge into Cash in your wallet. Between football season, NBA, start of the college basketball season, it's time to get off the sideline and get on the action with my bookie. You might have some 49ers games to bet on coming up in January as well. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you have a couple of good games that you really have a good feel on, play them together. Bet multiple games at once for a much bigger payout. So if you're gonna bet this season, Do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Tired of watching games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back in on the game. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, Get an extra thousand in free money to play with. Just use promo code LOCKED ON to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED ON to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Here's a good one The Dolphins knocked off the Patriots. Was it last year or the year before? I can't remember. Uh, uh, or the year before that. Anyway, the, the the Dolphins knocked off the Patriots one of the years. The, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. And that was what a lot of 49ers fans were talking about with, okay, you can lose to a team. That doesn't mean you're not going to win the Super Bowl because the Patriots lost to the Dolphins. And that was like the mm-hmm. lesson that everyone takes. And I've heard multiple fan bases talk about that game. Hey, the Patriots lost to the Dolphins. So can they do it again? Will the Patriots lose to the Dolphins in Week 17 as they gear up for the playoffs? 16 and a half point favorites at home.
1: I'll gladly take the 16 and a half, but I don't think they lose. I mean, we know Belichick isn't big on resting starters, but is Brady going to play in the fourth quarter? I, I don't know. And they don't blow anybody out. So in New England, I think they handle their business. They go in with the win. They probably they get their bye, rest some older bodies, but I don't think they win by 16 and a half.
0: That's a huge line. Yeah, it's absolutely a big line. And straight up, obviously, you got to go with the New England Patriots and they're going to play hard and they're going to have everybody out there because they're not going to want to have two bye weeks in a row. The Atlanta Falcons at the Buccaneers, six and nine Falcons on the road to face the seven and eight
1: Bucks. Both, I think this is a quietly fun game. It doesn't matter, but it does if you're Coach Quinn or Jameis Winston or, you know, teams that are, divisional game both these teams are beating teams that they probably shouldn't I think this is like I know fantasy doesn't really matter at this point but if I'm doing daily DFS I think I'd have a lot of Bucks and Falcons in my lineup I think this one's a quietly fun 38-35 type of game and I'll take the Falcons
0: yeah good point about that DFS and this is one of those games that could be a fun one for that and um, don't take the Falcons running backs against that Buccaneers no. defense, but uh, the, the Falcons passing game and uh, Winston, Winston, maybe one last run, maybe maybe six touchdowns, maybe six picks. Who knows?
1: <laughs> right, right. But I think it's that type of game. Julio could go crazy. You know, I mean, just a fun finishing up the season.
0: Last early game, and this is the 12 and three Saints on the road at the five and 10 Panthers Saints favored by 13 points because the Panthers are out of it and the Saints are still trying to scratch and claw and get that one seed.
1: Yeah, and this is another one you can get tickets pretty darn cheap for. Um, I have no faith in Carolina. Sort of in a a Lions vibe, but they're better than that, in my opinion. I'm sure the Saints will win this game. I don't know if they'll win it by that number. And I'm going to kind of keep an eye on McCaffrey. Like, I hope they only play him a half or so, like – what uh, what benefit is it to run him like crazy and get him 30 touches in a game that doesn't matter? Think big picture, and I hope that comes down from ownership. That, hey, one of our best assets, let's try to keep him a little cleaner.
0: McCaffrey already broken some records this year. Unless there's some big record that's dangling in front of him, I got to agree with you there. Be smart with Christian McCaffrey. And on the other side, should the Saints be smart with Drew Brees? Knowing they're locked into one of the top three seeds in the NFC, is it worth it to fight for that two seed over the, the three seed potentially and risk all of your starters to injury? Or do you sit some guys knowing that you're in the playoffs and you're in the 10 a.m. slot so you can't know the the, the results in advance? Um,
1: I don't because, sit anyone. I mean, you know, you know, I, I, I think in most cases I would be conservative and sit people if it's three versus four seed. But getting a bye yeah. is massive to me. And this team's so good that you could probably win it with Bridgewater and Murray and those type of dudes, but I would start my guys. And if I got to have a quick hook on Kamara and breeze and probably Thomas, how about AB is working out as we speak with the saints. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy (laughs) and it is, and he could be uh, the biggest nuisance ever, or he could be one of the best receivers in the league opposite Michael Thomas and light the world on fire.
0: Oh, and I don't know if his head's screwed on straight at all. Oh, I know it is not. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Evidence points to it not being, but just being on the but field. But on the field, I'll
1: trust we- his head, right. Wow, that weapon, uh, late January like and a February. Getting, I mean, that's a game changer. Whew. And I love the aggression of the Saints. I mean, there's the logic of why mess with a good thing and bring this crazy person in. But he's at a desperate stage of his career if he wants to continue to come back hey, just run outs and goes and posts, and we'll we'll win the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I mean, it could be.
0: That would be unbelievable. And it's pretty obvious that they could use another guy next to uh, Michael Thomas over there. The other question is, what's his status with the league? I mean, working out is one thing. I don't know if he's even eligible to sign.
1: I'm pretty sure he's not eligible to play, but they would never – don't quote me on that. I have not looked into it. I just saw the headline a couple minutes ago. But I don't think he's eligible to play – but once he would get signed, they would have a reason to address it, at least. I mean, if he's not right. with the team, they're not going to do anything about it.
0: That's an interesting one. That would be <laughs> would How be crazy wild. would that be? Yeah, right. That would be fun.
1: You Niner fans, I would think, would vote against A.B. in New yeah, Orleans. Yeah, that would be yeah, <laughs> yeah. an
0: ideal situation. Not ideal, right. especially if the 49ers have to try to go back and win another one at the Superdome.
1: In that building in yeah. 84 dresses, too, opposite Thomas. Yikes.
0: The three and 12 Redskins on the road and the Cowboys just barely hanging on to a glimmer of hope at seven and eight, hoping for an Eagles loss and get a tiebreaker and get into the playoffs in the East at eight and eight.
1: Yeah, I like how Washington's played. I I think their receivers have come on. I was very impressed with Haskins of late. It's unfortunate that he's not going to be out there. Um But I think they kind of get squashed in this one. I I think it's just a lot of Zeke and take some pressure off of Dak. And it could be Garrett's last hurrah.
0: Yep. Uh, His would definitely roll if they lose. And maybe even if they win, who knows? We'll find out Mm -hmm. next week and talk a lot more about that. But let's go to Raiders at Broncos. Last game as an Oakland team for the Raiders. But obviously this one not at home.
1: Yeah, and they're not eliminated. There's a crazy situation. That's why this one's a four o'clocker, and it's also a West Coast game. I still think Denver wins. I think they're really trying to establish a culture, an offense around Drew Locke, and I don't think the Raiders are good enough up front to beat up on that line, so I'll take Denver in this one.
0: I like the Raiders. they got something to play for. Uh, As good as Locke has played in in his first few games and the Broncos being at home, the Raiders having that little extra. I'm going to give it to to Oakland in this one. Okay. How about the Cardinals at the Rams? Both teams of the Rams really just probably deflated at this point, but they are at home against the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are playing strong. I don't think Kyler's going to play, though. I think the Rams take care of business, but this one could be a quiet fun one, or it could be a quiet stinker. I don't have a feel for this at all.
0: Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't touch that game at all. Um, uh, but you know, you got to like the Rams at home. The Cardinals. You know what? I'm going to take the Cardinals here because the Cardinals got- playing teams tough, and the Rams I think got to be deflated. And the Cardinals just have I've been, been impressed with them under Cliff Kingsbury, and I think this is that. That statement win where they can say, Hey, we just beat the team that was the NFC champions last year. Let's go win this game and take that positive momentum into the offseason where the Rams are sort of slubby shoulders, I have to imagine right now.
1: Yeah, and I think it does mean more to Arizona.
0: The Philadelphia Eagles at eight and seven, they are in New York to face the
1: four and 11 Giants. I mean, you would think that the Eagles will just squash them. They need this game, they are the better team, they have the better quarterback. But I think the Giants play them really tight. And this ends up like 35-34. The Giants have better skill position players. Jones is dangerous. Barkley's playing really well. Um, I don't know that the, the Eagles will have much success on the ground. I think they're going to have a harder time with this than people realize. So I would gladly take the Giants and points.
0: I... Oh man! Every team I take in the NFC East, I get wrong. I feel like every week, even the Giants and <laughs> I Redskins, that, yeah. I can't get right. Those those wins have snuck up on me there too. I mean, you got to like the Eagles' chances. They're favored by four and a half points. Um, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't bet on the Eagles because they just I don't have any confidence in them. But you got to believe with with the ability to go and and clinch this thing, they got to go do that in New York.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think they win, but I think it's a scare.
0: The Colts at the Jaguars. We'll yeah. see uh, if anybody gets fired from the Jaguars. The Colts had a disappointing season, but I mean, I really believe in their coaching staff. I'm, I think you believe in Jacoby Percet more than I do. That's an interesting situation there with the Colts at quarterback and how they're going to build that thing going forward. But I still believe in the Colts going forward. They're at seven and eight. They have a chance to get to 500 here in Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, this is another one you can get a ticket for 26 bucks, and I bet you get one even a lot cheaper than that outside the stadium. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be there or caring about it. I just trust the Colts organization much more than the Jags right now. I think the Jags are in a very bad place, and the Colts have a better culture. They win this game in a low-scoring game, run the ball a ton, get out of there, win, go make reservations for the offseason.
0: Let's move on to the last two games here that are very interesting for that AFC playoff seating. Both are the 4:25 PM kickoff times. Eastern we've got the Titans at Texans.
1: Yeah. And I mentioned that the, the tech or the Texans are going to have an eye on the chiefs. But the one thing I didn't mention is inactives. The inactive list is due in an hour and a half before kickoff. So that's basically halftime of the Chiefs game. So if the Chiefs are up 20 nothing at the half, then I think you sit Watson, Hopkins, Tunsell, all of whom are on the injury list this year, this week. And trust me, I've paid a lot more attention to this than I usually would a Tennessee-Houston game. Um, but if that game's close at the half, I think you at least have to have those guys available. You know, at least have them active. And if they end up losing, then maybe you don't play them. So that's one thing to keep an eye on. And... Their inactive list might not tell the story. O'Brien has said he's going to play his guys. He's playing to win. I don't know if I believe that, but he is a Belichick disciple. Um, I also think that if I'm the Texans, I don't want to go to the four seed because I would much rather play... If you're the four seed, you're going to end up with Buffalo in your building, which isn't the worst thing in the world, but that's a dangerous situation. If you're the three seed and you beat Tennessee, then you probably get duck in your building, which is really favorable. So folks, I can say bad things about the Steelers. (laughs) If I were the Texans, I would try to win this game to try to get the Steelers in round one in my building as the best matchup you could get, as opposed to playing, you know, the bills or letting Tennessee in Hmm. the dance.
0: No, that's a great angle that I hadn't thought about with that game. I still like the Titans in this one. I picked the Titans last time over the Texans, and I'm going to stick with them. And Tennessee's actually favored by three and a half here. So I would even give up those points. I like the Titans. Let's go Titans.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying let's go Titans. I'm (laughs) rooting against them here. But I think they'll win, and we'll get the Steeler game. I think Pittsburgh beats their backups, and Tennessee beats their backups, and the Titans get in.
0: I've kind of adopted the Titans for some reason. I don't know why they're they're. a I team like that, that game. they just intrigued the heck out of me. The Tannehill redemption story, and uh, I love the young players, and, and I like what's going on there in Tennessee. Uh, let's go to the final game on the schedule here, or the final game in the afternoon on the schedule. This is the Steelers at 8-7, still clinging on to that chance, trying to fight their way into the playoffs. Uh, they've got the number one seed in the AFC, the Ravens, and since that AFC one seed is locked up, who are the Steelers going to be Chasing around. Is it going to be RG3?
1: Yeah, these guys I know will not play. Lamar, Ingram, Yonda, Earl, Brandon Williams. That was announced like Monday. Like we are not playing those guys. I also think Jimmy Smith and Peters and Andrews all are on the injury list. Why on earth would you play them? I could see Humphrey sitting, I could see Marquise Brown sitting. But you also got to remember, you have to field a team. You can't have 30 inactives. You know? So you got <laughs> to right. put somebody out there. Um, Ronnie Stanley's another one that might not play. But it's going to be the, the JV Ravens. And I think this is going to be a ton of running. This game will be the first one over. Uh, it might be 630, and this one's in the books. But I think the Steelers' D wins this game. They actually probably did the best job against Lamar of any defense this year. And I think it'll be a tough sledding for RG3. And Steelers get enough points somehow to win this one 10 9.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. When you say rest your starters, you can't rest 22 guys. So, uh, no, right. You got to put people out there. But with the Ravens, that one guy is the key. Lamar Jackson, you rest him, and that's a completely different team all of a sudden. So, got to no, take no the doubt. Steelers here. They're only favored by one and a half. So, yeah, uh, I will give away those points all day. Steelers, now it's up to some other teams to falter so the Steelers could get in and get that sixth seed in the AFC.
1: I can tell you the Steelers won't blow them out, though. They wouldn't blow out the Little Sisters of the Poor <laughs> with Duck.
0: Uh, 37 and a half. Do you take the over or under on that?
1: Probably the under.
0: It's the lowest, favorite. I believe, uh, of the entire schedule this week. Yeah, That
1: should be. I mean, yep. the Steelers' D almost has to score to make it even a conversation.
0: Oh, a sc- I like that—a d- a defensive score from the Steelers. Maybe a Minka Fitzpatrick sealing it with that big trade. That would be a nice storyline.
1: He's due, yeah. It's certainly possible. So, how about the Steelers have turned the ball over in 22 straight games, which is the longest streak in the NFL? I mean, you can't win like that without a with a, a subpar, or a crappy quarterback. Michael wow. Subpar. Yeah. So that's just another one of those things. It's just fighting upstream.
0: That's amazing. And if you're a Steelers yeah. fan, you're sitting here thinking, man. What if Big Ben was healthy all season long? Right? Oh, yeah. What record What record would you put, Matt, for the Steelers if Big, Big Ben played every game this season?
1: Well, I think Big Ben's slightly overrated. I mean, I don't think he's an elite quarterback anymore, but if he's quarterback 10 to 12 in this league, I mean, I even said if they had David Carr or Andy Dalton, they win two or three more games, let alone a better player than that. Wait, David I mean, or it's... Derek
0: Carr?
1: <laughs> right, I guess I'd prefer the one that's active now. Okay. <laughs> Um, But I do think it would be at least two or three more wins. I mean, they lost to the Ravens in overtime. They barely lost to Seattle. They barely lost to your Niners where there was turnovers galore. Um, uh, They would be an acceptable offense with one of the league's best defenses. They've they've lost a lot of close games. I think Ben would have been the difference in.
0: All right. Should be a fun week. A lot of tiebreakers in play. And we will break it all down for you guys Monday right here, Locked on NFL.